I'm Addison. I'm Hudson's mom. He's two and a half, but at 17 months old, he was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma. I tell people all the time that you get to know so many families and create a family of your own. I've reached out to families that have been diagnosed after us and said, hey, this isn't a family you want to be a part of, but we are family now. St. Jude is a miracle. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by texting SHIRT to 785-833. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Hola, My Name is the Enrique Santos Podcast. Ok, hoy vamos a hablar con eh, una mujer que es una mezcla de... Puerto Rico, de República Dominicana, ella es comediante, es actriz, escritora, es madre afro-latina, eh, que ha hecho historia en, en los Estados Unidos. She's made history as the first Latina to double dip and appear in uh, two specials airing in one month, both on HBO and Showtime. That's called double dipping. Yeah. Uh -huh. Cuéntanos quién eres. Hola, my name is Aida Rodríguez. Yeah. Yeah. Esta gente se está... That's all right. I have, I have, it's okay. I have a studio audience. It's okay. When my TV show comes out next year and I come back, they'll be clapping. Talk That's to right. us. What is that TV show going to be about? Um, actually, it is is based here in Miami because uh -huh. that's where I'm from, and it's a story. It's a it's two timelines in my life: my childhood in Miami and my adulthood in Miami, and the evolution. There's a difference. The evolution of Miami from when I was born, when I not born, but when I was growing up here, my stepfather came here in the Mario boat lift, and the the you know the cultural differences between Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Cubans, the the reality that is Miami that people think is South Beach. Mm -hmm. My show is like uh, the reality of what Miami really is. The people who work here and really make the city what it is. So what's home now for you? I live in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Yeah. But mommy lives here, so. In Miami, so you're in Miami often. El corazón mío está So dad is from Cuba. My stepfather is. Stepfather. Yeah. yeah. My my real father is, my biological father is from the Dominican Republic. From the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And so. the Puerto Rican blood in you is it's from? my mom. The mommy. So I, I single-handedly represent the entire Spanish-speaking Caribbean. That's you. Yes. Eres la Nación Unida, en pata. <laughs> And I know how to United talk about Nations, you know, United Nations and the mobile and United the mobile, Nations with feet. The, the United Nations with feet. Does it make sense? Not really. Uh, it does. It does. It's a moving. You know, there's such a reality of uh, we we think we're so different. You know, I'm not I'm not Cuban. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm not. But are we really that different? We're all like just results of who raped our grandmothers. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
How, how sad but true. Okay. Yeah, it's all colonialism. Like we are all, if you look at the people of all three islands and you you just shut them mm-hmm. up, do you really, can you really tell the difference sometimes? You can't. No. You can't. Although b- between the islands and it, w- with us Latinos, there is a lot of, uh, even racist, uh, just very, uh, we're racist ourselves, unfortunately. Yeah, it's internalized. I mean, we've we've been socialized to be racist. Everybody, the world, right? We, we, we were taught you're better than somebody because of the color of your skin. Because that's how you condition poor people to hate each other so you can keep them down. So... I think we are all we all have that in us. So when we start pointing it out in others, we just set ourselves back because mm-hmm. everybody has a little bit of that in them. My mom told me when I was little that all Chinese people ate cats, and I believed her because I was a little, you know. And I used to be like, I used to I had this stigma in my head about Asian people, mm-hmm. but we do we all do it. So I don't know. I think um, we should focus on the things that make us similar, which are um, we're all we all love our grandmothers. Right, you gotta love your grandma. Doesn't matter what culture you're from. Yeah, except rich white people, they lock them up. (laughs) (laughs) They lock their old people up. Uh, Latinos will wear their grandmothers till the wheels fall off. (laughs) You like, you go to the Latino's house and you be like, "Yo, you got a skeleton?" And like, that's not a skeleton. That's my abuela Pancha. We love our grandparents. I mean, I think. People love their families. I think people all want to live to see their children do well. Everybody wants to be healthy. Um, we just want we just want to live comfortable lives. And I think that they have instilled a fear in us that other people that don't look like us are threatening us to live comfortable lives. And we get so caught up with that that that's when the stuff really happens to us. Mm-hmm. It's such a you know, a distraction. Um, and in comedy, like I have a different reality because I do talk about these things. And when I, as a Latina, they expect me to be una payasa. How so? Why a clown? Uh, because a lot of us perpetuate the stereotypes about Latinidad because it's easier and you get the easy laugh when we are the butt of the joke. Comedy's more of a man's world? It is. It, it is. But so is most, so are most things. So when we focus on that, you know, like, yeah, comedy is mainly dominated by men. But I think that if you make a decision to go through there and bust the doors down as any woman anywhere, I think you can do it. The other thing is I'm Latina. Mm-hmm. Afro Latina. Afro Latina. Te gusta ese See, I, I, I claim my African roots and I was raised by women that you couldn't tell no. They would be like, oh, see, ahora te enseño. You know, like they're just, I, I don't know what it is about. Latina women have feminism embedded in them and it's not even a, a, a movement. It's not feminism. It's just who they are. They're like, what has to be done it's strength as well though and perseverance yeah Yeah, absolutely and it's undeniable strength and they're unapologetic about it so why wouldn't I take that to comedy my grandmother was like the funniest person ever on the planet what happened to her she passed away from cancer Um, she died in 2013 but she was diagnosed with cancer in 2001 and I called her crying and I said, Abuela, voy para I'm, com- I'm coming home. And she goes, Ay, mijita, when I'm getting ready to die, I'll let you know. Because uh, they told her she was going to die in nine months. She died 13 years later. That's how strong she was. Like, you couldn't tell her no, you know. And so I just feel like um, women are, we having a revolution in comedy. Hollywood is finally starting to see Latinos as people, not you know, a monolith, not mm-hmm. a stereotype. We have shows that are on the air. Um, I think I'm one of three Latinas on Netflix doing stand-up. This is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Talking about strength and your abuela's strength, what is Aida's biggest strength? 
Um, mine is my ability to use my voice to speak up for those who can't. I think that's my biggest strength. Um, I've always done it since I was little. I've I've always been the anti-bully. I've always been when those. Li- I remember kids coming from uh, who were in in my school that uh, whose parents came from the Mario boat lift. Mm-hmm. Right, my stepfather was one of them. Um, they would be ashamed of telling people, and pe- they were getting bullied. You know, like because everyone has had their season, right? So now. Cubans are on top in Miami or whatever, but they everyone has had their season. We run this city, man. I know, but they had their season where, and, and there was so much dissent between the people who were yeah. like, "Oh, you guys are not like us. You're the other Cubans, right? We're all Cubans, right? At the end of the day, we're all Puerto Rican, we're all Dominican, we're all Haitian, because that's how they see us, you know. So, um, I think that. You know, I love this city and I want people to see it for what it is. So when we, we when we took to writing that show, we took into consideration esa abuela cubana that's, that you hear making los frijoles with the hoja de laurel and uh-huh. la, la olla de presión. You know, it's the Puerto Rican papi that has the Puerto Rican socks on and loves Hector <laughs> Lavoe and always has a flag on no matter where he is. There's the Dominican with the white shoes <laughs> in broad daylight <laughs> with no socks on. Thinking he's looking fly. Exactly. Trying to holler at all the young chicks. Yes. With want the, nothing to do with him. <laughs> with the earring and the chain. Like I just the want Salazar, to the Santa Barbara oh, on his see, neck. Yeah, and that's all in there too. That's we are we are we are going all the way there with our culture. Flaws or weaknesses that you see in yourself? So, um, you know what? Flaws is uh, sometimes I listen a little too much to what other people say. Mm. So, I have to take um social media fast because I'm empathic. So, I, if you know, they say there are only two kinds of people, empaths and narcissists. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not a narcissist. So, I have to be careful with what I let in my orbit because you like attention at all. I like attention, but I want healthy attention. Mm. I, I want attention for doing stand-up. I want attention for writing a good script. I want attention for being a good actress in a movie. I don't want attention for what I ate for breakfast, what I, you know, what kind of shirt I have on. Like that kind of stuff doesn't move me. You know, what shoes I'm wearing. Like, mm-hmm. That's not my thing. Who are you a fan of? Ooh, I know you're good friends with Tiffany Haddish. That's one of yeah, and I'm a fan of hers because of who she's evolved in Hollywood, who she who she evolved to as a Hollywood celebrity because she's say still, she's like a mentor? She has been a mentor to me. Yeah, because when I started doing stand-up, Tiffany had been doing it for 10 years. She's been doing it twice as long as me. Um, I love, um, there are people that I love that, you know, I love Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez. Regardless if you believe what she believes, you like her belief, she's unapologetically hers and she really cares about the people. And, um, you know, she's got so much to live and go. So just watching her evolve has been fascinating. I love Muhammad Ali was my hero. I got to meet him and I spent uh, an afternoon with him. So after meeting him, everybody else became really small because he was like a citizen of the world and really wanted to do things. When you got to meet him, was he still in his was he really advanced in his disease or he was, but his brain was there. Like mm. we had a conversation, like what was, what was gone was his motor skills, but his brain was so like we, he was so witty and funny and uh, he proposed to me in front of his wife. <laughs> it was really, his wife was like, well, he says she double dips in comedy. Why can't I double dip here too? Right. <laughs> his wife was like, everybody should get a chance. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's great. What did that feel like? It was great. It was, it was sweet, but yeah, it uh-huh. was just, you know, amazing. Um, I'm a I'm a fan of the people that I love are just people you you don't even you know see but 
I'm a, I'm a fan of J-Lo and Shakira right now and you can keep all your signatures they made us all proud along with oh, yeah. uh, J Balvin and with, yeah. Bad, and with Bad Bunny as well see those are my boys you're listening to Hola my name is the Enrique Santos Podcast I'm Addison. I'm Hudson's mom. He's two and a half, but at 17 months old, he was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma. I tell people all the time that you get to know so many families and create a family of your own. I've reached out to families that have been diagnosed after us and said, hey, this isn't a family you want to be a part of, but we are family now. St. Jude is a miracle. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by texting SHIRT to 785-833. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Hola, my name is the Enrique Santos Podcast. Aida, fuiste, fuiste una niña que soñaste con lo que tienes hoy, hoy en día. You know, you were a young lady that, that uh, dreamed of what you have, of what you have now. ¿Qué es lo que más has sacrificado para lograrlo? What have, what's been your biggest sacrifice to be able to attain where, what you have and where you're at now? Leaving here. Leaving Miami and leaving my family. You really love Miami, girl. I swear, I, you know, Miami is where I learned how to fight, you know, how to, where I became a fighter. And, and I don't mean that in the in the physical sense, but I did learn how to fight. Just, you know, leaving my family. It's I love my family and this is nothing without them. So you, you look at J-Lo and she everywhere mm-hmm. you go, you see her and there's her family. That's the dream for me. It's not making it by myself is taking the village with me so the sacrifice has been having to leave the village to go get it so that I can come back and bring it here which is why I am going to bring my tv show here so that people here get jobs and you get to see the beautiful city that made me that's awesome I algo que te sobra yeah anything that's a, a plus in your life that you say I can I can I can do without that 
I can do without your corny ass comments on Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> it's a bunch of people who don't do always criticizing those. Le- le- this is one thing that I will always say everywhere I go. Don't ever invalidate somebody's struggle because it doesn't look like yours. Even J-Lo, um, Halle Berry, Kim Kardashian, they're still human beings and they cry and they struggle and they're in pain. And even if you think that their their life is what you think it is, you have no idea what human beings are going through. Mm-hmm. So for me, what I can do without is people always, you know, s- spreading negativity sure. about others. And when they shoot it towards me, it's like it hurts because I actually stand on the front line. You know, I'm, I'm not just a comedian. I'm also a political commentator. So I'm always oh, and you're human, too. Hello. Yeah. And I'm human. But I'm, I'm like. You know, my uncle was murdered here in a hate crime for being gay. So really? I, yeah, I'm writing a movie about it. Um, I'm actually, we just closed the deal. We're actually telling the story about his life and, and he was killed in Liberty City. How long ago was this? This was in 2013. Not in, not in 1919. This was just this, you know, in this era, which is unheard of. So for me, it's, it's, you know, it hurts when people are so mean and so hateful. They have no idea what I'm going through. And even still, I wake up in the morning and I go sit on that desk with the Young Turks and I fight for my Latinos and for people of color on a daily basis. So when they when they're mean and hateful, I don't think they take into account that we're human beings, too. You know, let's go back to this, because it's not everybody that has a family member that was murdered. Um, that is, is horrible. But the fact that you're able to <clears throat> make, you know, turn that negative into a positive and now put it into this to this project that that you have. What were the circumstances uh, around his his murder? Well, he was beat to death in Liberty City. Um, I believe that uh, what happened was that they thought they found out that he was gay because he was he was not on the down low, but he had been in church and became a church person trying to pray the gay away because that's what we do to gay people. We that try just drives to, me crazy. It drives us all crazy. And so for me, it's very important to tell the story about how Latinos process, you know, people from the LGBTQIA plus community and how um, toxic we can be based mm-hmm. on the things that we've been taught and social. So for me, and how dangerous can it's, it, it's uh, dangerous. How dangerous the machismo is as well. It's the dangerous. damage that's done. Yes. Well, no, me hijo un macho. Yes. My son has to be a man, has to be a macho. Yeah. And that's okay. You can be, you be tough. Doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, but the, you know, all, all of the stigmas that come with that and, and the, with those pressures as well. Yeah. And all the little boys and little girls who hurt themselves because yep. they feel bad about themselves because they know, uh, the, the the social consequences within our own communities. And I think, so you see Moonlight mm-hmm. and you see a lot of movies in the mainstream. It was very well done, Moonlight. But you don't see Latinos telling the stories about this because it, it's still such a hush, hush thing. And so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick that door down and we're going to tell these stories because it is important that we, you know, we restore faith in our children. We have, a, there's a, there is an abundance of 11 year olds. Like, I don't know why that age mm-hmm. who commit suicide. And it's, be, and a lot of them is, be, a lot of those kids, it's because they're battling with sexuality. That's unacceptable. And it's even more unacceptable that we don't talk about it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it. Well, I congratulate you on that and looking forward to, uh, to hearing more about it. ¿A qué momento de tu vida le, le darías replay? What moment of your life would you hit that replay button and like to relive again? I would love to replay, I would say, when my daughter and my son were um, probably four and eight um, when we first moved to Los Angeles because um, I had moved there and I was really, I was very young and very unhealthy 
And I think that if I if I knew then what I knew now, um, they're amazing. Like they're both like I have no complaints about them. I have the complaints about myself, (laughs) you know, and I wish that I could have been a little more whole for them. But you say you were unhealthy then. How so? You know, I come from that toxic um, Latin family. You know, my my boyfriend, I had a, I got pregnant. My parents, they made me get married to the person because I got pregnant and I lost my virginity. And they were like, the people, what are the people going to say? The people, I've been trying to find the people for so long. Who are, those people <laughs> Who are these people that, that matter? So worried about <laughs> that matters so people? much. Yeah, they were they were church people, but not really. But not, only church when there it were came a bunch to of me. Oh yeah, and to add to add insult to injury, he was black. So oh. uh, so you already know. Uh-huh. So it was like oh, forget your Afro Latina part. It's just that you're light skin. Yeah, because I'm supposed to adelantar la raza. So right, I, you're not supposed to like dark Latinos are not supposed to yeah. uh, or light Latinos are not supposed to go. Yeah. Light Afro Latinos yeah, yeah. are not supposed to date darker Afro Latinos. No. Does that even make any sense? Absolutely not. But no. be, because of the discrimination inside our own yeah. culture and, and, and in our own families and homes. Yeah. So they that? didn't want that. They didn't like that. No. But what I found, what I figured out was getting pregnant from a black dude was the easiest way to get out of that house. Really? <laughs> it was the fast pass out. I don't know. So. If I were women, I don't know if I would rather get pregnant by a black dude. Or a white dude, a Latino dude. I don't know. My mind went somewhere else. Never mind. I love it. Uh, well, you know, it was just, it was, it was just <laughs> interesting. The white guy, uh, the, and it was funny because nobody was was good enough because uh, they would say not good enough for who for, for it was good enough for the equation because oh, okay, it's okay. really not about you because if it was about you they wouldn't tell you to settle right so it's it's about the equation but even <laughs> con, con los blancos they'd be like esa, eh, eh, no, esa, esa gente no conocen no tienen morales como nosotros right, right. esa gente son muy luz you know like I'm like well which one is it what do right. you want you want me but then my mom would say no te metas con boricua, que le, ellos le gustan darle a las mujeres. Entonces, like all these stereotypes. So who, are you supposed to, who are you supposed to get with? I, un cubano, un ah, cubano. Un cubano. Pero no Marielito. But it was like, sure, it was always a generational like, thing. But yeah, and I'm all, like, these yeah. people are all crazy. Like, I, I'm so glad I was gone. When I left, I was like, and I found, I came to myself. I was like, what was I doing? So a qué momento de tu vida le dirías, delete? What moment of your life would you erase if you, if you could? Oh man, I dated this actor for six years in Los Angeles, and I I not only would delete the moment, uh-huh. I would delete him. <laughs> like I Is was, that bad? yeah, I was like he's probably the worst human being I ever met in my life. And I speak, I don't say his name because he is a known actor, but okay. he knows who he is. White guy, black guy, Latino. He's black. He's, he's black. Black, black, Native American. I don't know. You know, one of those people that just is everything. But what he's movie a, was he in? No. <laughs> people want to know what movie he was in. No, I won't say. Won't I'm not one of those people. No, I made that Tú eres decision. Chismosa. Tú eres, I like that. I like that, that about you. I've, I've seen you in your interviews and when, and, and when you talk to people and you don't like hand people up or start or no. just talk to talk or for or, you know, to, to make it on TMZ or the, the oh, tabloids, no. uh, you know, print something about you. TMZ catches me at the airport and they're like, what do they, ask you? they ask me about Tiffany and then okay. they put that mic in my face and they're never going to get, you know, I. I, even if we stop speaking, oh my God, that's a chancleta. <laughs> Can I have the big chancleta? I have a big chancleta in the studio over if, here. If, even if we fall out, I would never tell. You were trauma. We saw it. You must. Yeah. You must, were you hit with a chancleta yes, a lot as a girl? Of course. All Latinos when they see this thing, they're like, 
Oh, shit. I'm taking a picture. The chancleta. <laughs> this is hysterical. This is uh, all Latinos are you know, afraid so of these things. In California, our, they call them chanclas. That's chanclas, yeah. Yeah. Latinos are hit. Where did you get that with, from? Uh, with these chanclas as kids when we misbehave. We're going to put that on the t- in the TV show. <laughs> Look, she's her, her family's from the Caribbean, too. They got hit with the chancleta, too. Who's who, Where's she from? St. Croix. Beautiful. Welcome. You're listening to Hola. My name is the Enrique Santos Podcast. I'm Addison. I'm Hudson's mom. He's two and a half, but at 17 months old, he was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma. I tell people all the time that you get to know so many families and create a family of your own. I've reached out to families that have been diagnosed after us and said, hey, this isn't a family you want to be a part of, but we are family now. St. Jude is a miracle. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by texting SHIRT to 785-833. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to Hola. My name is the Enrique Santos Podcast. What are you missing to, you know, on your, uh, as an artist to accomplish? What's missing for you? So the, that movie that, that I've been, we're all excited about that, that. role is, um, is, is very important to mm-hmm. me. What I want to do is. I don't ever I don't want to maintain the status of employee in Hollywood. I think as Latinos, it is very important for us to be the content creators when it comes to our own stories. Why are other people telling our stories? Yeah. And then they penalize us for not showing up when they tell our stories the wrong way. Right. Mm -hmm. So they do Latino TV shows. They make us payasos. And then they say, look, the Latinos are not watching. But there are no writers in the rooms. We don't have showrunners in Hollywood. Those are the people who make the TV shows who run it from the top to the bottom. So for me, my goal is not just to be, it's, it's not about me, it's, a, it's about us, right? So for me, 
my production company is it, my goal is to create a universe where we're telling our stories and we have we have a, a, a village of people who are involved from the people that do set design to the people who write the scripts to the people who make the music and to keep that going so that when I'm gone, that continues to go because we don't have that. So mm -hmm. Tyler Perry has it now. Mm -hmm. Right. And we need that in the Latino. So for me as an artist, it's about creating culture beyond myself, because the problem with us is that when we make it, we forget to throw the rope back and and I'll tell you, it hasn't been easy as a Latina. It took Tiffany Haddish, Wanda Sykes, and Shaquille O'Neal are the ones who've created the opportunities for me. Three black African-American people in this country. Um, we have so much um, envidia and fear within our culture that we don't know how to throw the rope back to one each other. So if I have to be the one to start it so that people can see that it, it's okay for you to... You know, Little Wayne made sure Drake made a way for Drake, and sure. Drake, you know that that's that's a plus on the Little Wayne column. Throw the throw the rope. I see. Throw the rope. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. I want to create a, a a world where we have, you know, everything because we don't have set designers, we don't have costume people, we don't mm -hmm. have the sound people. You mm -hmm. know. And I love uh, Gloria and Emilio Estefan, but they can't make all the music for everything, right? We got to have other people too. So we got to create more opportunities. I love that. My last guest was Jay Balvin. Oh, and I always have. Love them. I always have. Uh, that wasn't lustful. That was just appreciation. He's single right now. It's okay. You're single now? I am. Okay. So that's okay. Two single, awesome Latinos. Uh, Jay Balvin had this question for my next guest, which happens to be you. So here's okay. the question. Do you feel that you're famous? Do I do, you and why? I do not feel like I'm famous. And I never want to feel like I'm famous because I am a stand-up comedian before anything. And what I am is a voice of the people and for the people. And I always want to stay on the ground so I can tell those stories. When I see my favorite comedians get famous and rich, and then they go on stage and they start talking about fa being famous and rich... You lose so much because what what people adored about you was listening to you tell their stories. And and if you think it can't be done, all you got to do is look at George Carlin, who died, you know, being a stand up comedian who was still an active voice of the people. So, no, I don't feel famous. I do feel grateful that people recognize me and know who I am. Um, it happens more than it used to before, more for my political stuff than comedy. I'm thankful for the people who, who do support me and show up for me. But famous is not something I ever want to refer to myself as. I think that you get, you get lost there, and I, I want to just always stay on the ground. We have another question from Jay Balvin. See. Un bobo con plata le quita la plata que queda. Si un bobo con plata le quita la plata que queda. That's not, that's so Puerto Rican. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, mi abuela decía, um, Sofía se murió y mala paga la enterro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> yeah, those are the same. Si bobo, uh, con, ¿qué dijo? Que el bobo si le quita la plata <laughs> se quedó. Si, si un bobo con plata le quita la plata, ¿qué queda? Un bobo. Un bobo sin mm -hmm. plata. Un bobo <laughs> sin plata. And your question, tu pregunta para mi siguiente invitado. If you could heal one of the social ills of the world, which one would you do? What would it be? 
Always good to see you. Yeah, the last uh, time I saw you was World AIDS World Day. World AIDS Day in Miami. We Con Yulin. Who, who sang that? Mayor thing? Cruz was there. So um, yes, she came and in. Cruz was, from Puerto Rico was there. Yeah. And uh, Yandel was Yandel there. And Becky, Becky G. G. Yeah, it was we're, dope. We're singing. Yeah, they were yeah. great. They were great. I had never seen Becky G before in person. Never had I set, met someone in life that made me feel so big. How and so? I was like, because she's so little. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was <Because> like, she's, <laughs> she's shorter and you're a lot taller. I'm 5'10. And then add that. Oh, you're not wearing high heels. Not today. I could have sworn when you walked in, you had high heels because no. I saw you so, so tall. No, I took them off. I, went, I got on my tux. Vans, my California Vans. That's awesome. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but. I just want to say to you, because the way you handled that UPS situation, the UPS driver situation, I, you make me proud every day. That's why I follow you obsessively, because in Miami, uh, where I'm from, when you hear Florida in California, people are always making fun of Florida because they yeah. say that we always have the most ridiculous stories. So every time I tune into you, you are always exemplifying what's the best parts of us. And I just really think that, you know, you standing up and standing for, for who you are, especially because of what happened to my uncle. I just respect you so much and I appreciate you making us look good. So I Dang wanted right. to say really, that to you. I appreciate that. Cause you know, we get stuck in these, uh, in these walls in the studio and we get the microphones and we're talking and I just try to always connect the, the tongue with the, with the heart. Right. But sometimes you don't, you don't know what, uh, if you're saying the right thing, yeah, I know. it's hard to, to gauge that. Of course, on social media, like you said, you're always people are quick to to get those thumbs going and and to insult and 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 uh, divide it and, and say hurtful things. But sometimes you don't know what what you're connecting with. And in that case, in particular, for those that I mean, it made international headlines. Frank Ordonez was the UPS driver that was uh, taken at, at at gunpoint and unfortunately died in a very tragic situation, caught in the crosshairs crosshairs of uh, fire between the police department. And uh, these these two assholes that decided to go out that day and, you know, shoot up the town and and take this poor guy that was working his first day on the drive on that route is his first day, you know, and then we got to see him killed on live a live TV. And, and I'm torn, you know, I have my background. I'm a reserve police officer. And, and so I'm, I'm torn there. I understand where the police is coming from. I understand where the family is coming from. I hurt for the family. I hurt for the victim, the people that were there. We were live here at the radio station. We went live and telling people as we saw it yeah. live on TV, telling people, just get the hell out of the way. Because I know how more than likely, from my law enforcement background, how that could have ended up. Mm -hmm. And it did, mm -hmm. unfortunately, end up on exactly what, on the perfect nightmare scenario for everybody involved. Um, none of those cops that were there that day wanted to kill anybody. Uh, they wanted to stop that situation. But these guys went on for 20-something miles uh, for 30, 40 minutes at high rates of speed with this, uh, with with poor Frank Ordonez, the UPS driver, you know, at gunpoint there inside inside that 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 van. And it was just a, a horrible situation. But it's it's beautiful to hear. And thank you for that. Because at times you don't know who you're talking, you know. Yeah. Again, people know who you are because they tune in and. Uh, but what you did was humanize him. Right? Yeah, that's the only thing I think we can do. Well, the, right? the thing is, the press. And the we, press can, we can all be him. That could be any of us. Absolutely. Today, tomorrow. And to the mainstream press, sometimes he's the victim, the yeah. alleged victim. But right. you gave him a name, you gave him a face, you gave him a story, and that um, that traveled. You know, I, yeah. I, we, we yeah. were in. L I'm in L. A. And yeah. I was like, "This is how you handle this kind of stuff," because you remind people that these are humans. Yep. Yep. You know. Ida, muchas gracias. Thank you. No, Funnyida.com. Funny. <laughs> I've been funny all day, but listen, always funny. I promise I'm funny. It should be uh, funny, real. The order is kind of, it's got to be real, 
tough, <laughs> um, very real. But I don't know, real and funny. How about real and funny? Ida. I appreciate com. that. I appreciate it. Now I'm messing that. up your whole website. No. Nah, Funnyida.com. You have the the whole tour there and, and all the city and the cities that's where she's touring in and you can go and, and have a good time. Yeah. And just and my hour special is gonna be on HBO Max, so I'm working on that too. So I wanna rep Miami. I want Miami to have a Kanye that uh doesn't act crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Addison. I'm Hudson's mom. He's two and a half, but at 17 months old, he was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma. I tell people all the time that you get to know so many families and create a family of your own. I've reached out to families that have been diagnosed after us and said, hey, this isn't a family you want to be a part of, but we are family now. St. Jude is a miracle. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by texting SHIRT to 785-833. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.